Royal Credit Union's smart checking accounts offer no monthly fees and no minimum balance. Make the switch to a Royal checking account and you'll also get real-time transaction alerts, free mobile check deposits, and surcharge-free access to over 40,000 ATMs across the U.S. Enjoy financial freedom with no minimum balance and no monthly fees when you switch to Royal's smart checking account. Learn more and open your Royal Credit Union smart checking account online at rcu.org slash go checking. Insured by NCUA. Want a surefire sign it's hockey season in the state of hockey? The Minnesota Wild and Soda Stick collaborations are back and better than ever. Soda Stick unveiled its first team-issued design of the year, the Deweys, now available to purchase exclusively at the Hockey Lodge. More team-centric gear to come, plus as always, Soda Stick has you geared up for all things Minnesota sports at SodaStick.com. Don't forget to smash that code BARDOMBEAUTIES at checkout for 15% all purchases at SodaStick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart, Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, copyright 2021, James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Fairmont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up? Bar Down Beauties, episode 212. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com. She's Kirsten Kroll, in arena host for your Minnesota Wild and PWHL Minnesota. And joining us, Dubes. I mean, does that chant ever get old? Mr. Devin Dubnik, one of Minnesota's favorite goaltenders uh, and now currently appearing on NHL Network. What's up, Dubes? How's it going? Not too bad. Big, big tournament weekend for the kids. So it was a busy weekend, but. It's a lot of fun. How have you adjusted to being like a full-time chauffeur, if you will? I mean, it's something that Jen, I know, has been doing for quite some time, but I'm sure you're jumping in with, are all three playing hockey? All three are playing hockey, yeah. So she's uh, she's still doing a lot, but I'm head coach in the, our Scrippy 2 team with my oldest. So that's kind of a full-time job. <laughs> so she's still, she's still uh, doing the other two, and I'm doing as much as I can because I feel kind of bad that, all my time goes to the squirt B2s, but it's been a lot of fun. How are the squirt B2s doing then? Are we on really a good. record? <clears throat> really good. Yeah. Um, record in the, in the regular season is not great, but we won. <clears throat> we had a Lakeville tournament uh, a few weeks ago that we won. So that was awesome. And then uh, we just finished, we had squirtacular in Blaine, um, which is, which was a lot of fun. A lot of teams out there. And uh, they do this pin trading stuff, which is all new to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they have a um, – all the teams have these crazy pins. And they, they have this giant area set up, and all the kids go up there, and they sit around and meet new kids and talk to each other, and they'll trade pins. It's like a giant negotiation. and <laughs> uh, But it's – I mean, they, it's so much fun. You drop – you get there way early and drop them off, and they go trade, and then they play, and then they – go back up there and trade um but it was good we lost as a bracket tournament so we won the first game lost the second and then won the next two so we won fifth place last night and it was it was fun and nate was uh my oldest was the emergency uh goalie so he uh our goalie called in sick in the morning 
and Nate stepped up and and uh, was the e bug for the boys and and uh, we had a big seven one win to get fifth place so they were excited. Very cool. And what's it like getting to coach your kid too? Uh, it's it's a blast. He's had so much fun this year. Um, I didn't know how much was involved with it to be honest. There's a, it's it's a ton and uh, there's so many people that that uh, help out with like managers and, and the other coaches that are such a huge part of it, but I never realized how much goes into a season. Um, but he's been, he's had a great year and we've, we've got such a great group that uh, it's, it's been so much fun and just watching him get better too. Um, you can see him click now, like last game where they, they all kind of realize like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. What you're telling us to do actually works. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see they're like they they feel it happening and they're like wow yeah okay and uh it all came together pretty good yeah so nate is he a goalie i know we had talked before and you did not want the boys to be goalies if you could help it is he a full-time goalie no he's not a full-time goalie he okay. th- we thought about it this year uh, but we wanted to skate i wanted him to continue to to get better at his skating um so he's a he's a defenseman Okay. He's very defensively minded, but he's our he's our automatic emergency goalie. So this is the first time it came into play yesterday when the goalie got sick, and I was way more nervous than he was. <laughs> I mean, I was like, when I when I told them that he would play, I was like, why did I do that? The whole day <laughs> I was like sitting there, and like rocking back and forth, and we got to the game, and I was like, how you doing, buddy? You you okay? Like, what are you thinking? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like what? I'm going to kill it. (laughs) Dad's just in the court, like, fighting his nail, like, can't handle this. This is why I don't want to, like, this is why I don't want him to play goal, because it's like, I don't stress over games ever. And then the second he goes in net, I was, I couldn't, like, I couldn't even function during the day. It's like everything else going on. I was just like, all I could think about was this game at 2 p.m. <laughs> How life has changed just a smidge, eh? <laughs> yes, yeah. I was honestly way more nervous for him playing goal than I ever was myself. But that's that's always kind of the way it is. Like I, I always felt that way with, uh, you know, like when Staylock played or or somebody else. Or even have. Kemp's, didn't you say Kemp's? You get yeah, extra Kemp's, nervous for him. Same way, is like you because you care about the person and they're like they're your they're your friend and and for me is like when you played, you go out there and you're in control. So there's no reason to be nervous. You're you get to go out there and do what, what needs to be done. And it's not that you think they can't do it, but you care about the person. So you want them to go out there and and do well. And it's almost like, like having your kid out there because you just, you're, you're in zero control and you just want them to go do well. And so it makes you really nervous because you can't do anything about it. Seems fair. You know, the Wild put in Jesper Velstead, who obviously I'm sure you're familiar with being kind of the next big thing. And they put him in against Dallas, who Minnesota has done terribly against the Dallas Stars. Not to mention Dallas has a very offensively potent squad out there. And the kid got lit up, right? And Marc-Andre Fleury needed a break. This is while Philip Gustafson was dealing with injury. Do you think that was the wrong decision? Like, I stand by, I think it was a fine decision. I think Jesper Velstead has enough confidence within himself to recognize that that wasn't necessarily his fault. But how would you take those types of situations or how would you approach that as a coach, in your, as a coach yourself now, of course? Uh, what, what do you think about that type of situation or what would you say to Jesper or, or in those things? Well, we, we I was able to talk about it. I was in New Jersey doing um, NHL Network at the time and 
and certainly the right decision. I mean, yeah. the kid's a good goalie and he's ready to play and, and you can't, you know, you, you're not, you're not running your season based off of trying to start this kid in the perfect situation. Like I got absolutely torched in my first game. Uh, I think it was seven, one or seven, two. And we they, of course pulled up the highlights while I was on TV. Um, <laughs> but I gave up seven on like 26 and, and honestly, that game, like watching that back was, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, as the score looked. I mean, it was like three, one in the third at some point. Right. So um, you could, you could tell, you know, a couple leaked through for the most part, not really on him, yeah. but you gotta, it, it was, it was time to get him in and um, flower needed a break. He'd been playing his butt off and getting a ton of shots and, um, you know, I'm sure he'd play 82 if you asked him to, but he's 39 years old and, <laughs> and, uh, it was a perfect situation. No, I wouldn't say perfect situation to get Wallstead in, but, uh, it was time and he'll be fine. You can see he's, he's a great goalie and, and, uh, he's going to be fine. You just learn from this stuff. It's not, uh, it's not going to break him by any means. Like I said, I, I took me 11 games to get a win when I started my career. So, and things worked out all right. So he'll, he'll be just fine. You spent, you mentioned Mark Andre Fleury as well. 39 years old, Devin, which I know that's older than either you or I, but it's still in sports years is quite old. How amazing has it been to see what he's continued to do throughout his career? And was he a guy, I mean, that you kind of looked up to a little bit coming up through the ranks or what do you know about Mark Andre Fleury? I'm sure you've met him upon occasion and just what a tremendous human being he is in addition to being a great goaltender. Yeah, he, he's absolutely incredible. And I mean, I certainly didn't didn't watch him and try to emulate what he did because not a lot of people can. <laughs> um, just his explosiveness and and still, I mean, the way he moves around like hurts my body watching him, knowing he's two years older than me, <laughs> watching the way he moves around. Um, but I mean, for a guy that goes around and every single team he goes to is just beloved by his teammates and the fans. Um, you can see him having fun out there. Like he, he, he in, and I don't know if he'll play more, um, which is, which is sad because he certainly could play more. Um, but I don't blame him. Um, he's got a family and kids and he's, he's got an amazing family. I was fortunate enough to, uh, get to coach his daughter in, in, uh, fall soccer. So we had oh. a co-ed fifth grade soccer team and his daughter was on the team and she was such a sweet girl and, and, uh, but that, that stuff kind of starts to come into play, um, when you get to that age, because athletically and physically, he's still, uh, incredible and, and plays at a very, very high level, but you know, it's whether or not you want to keep going because the kids start to get to that age where they want you around. And so we'll see, but, uh, was super excited. I was one game off of, of calling a shutout for the, oh. for the, uh, for the win. So we do our uh, NHL. Now we do the prop bets uh, at the end of the show. And uh, I think they played Arizona the game before. And I, I bet on a Mark Andre Fleury shutout mm. to get, to get his, uh, to pass Patrick Waugh. There was a shutout. Place. And uh, it was the next game. So I was one game <laughs> off, but I just said, I, I said, he's going to get a shutout to pass Patrick Waugh. And I was right, but just mm-hmm. one, one game before. No, I, that that was a shutout that game. Arizona shut out the Minnesota Wild with. Was it? I thought it was. I thought it was like no. It was like four three, wasn't it? No, they lost. Arizona. Yeah, okay, I might be on the. I might be on the wrong maybe. game then. No, 
Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong, Devin, which doesn't happen very often. Kirsten can attest because, to that. And so I know, I know it wasn't a shutout because, and the reason is, is, is I text the producers because um, I had gone back home and I text them and it was one nothing for Minnesota. So you can, Minnesota wild fans can blame me for this, but I text <laughs> them and I, I text one nothing and with the eyes and like 30 seconds later, they tied at one, one. <laughs> You know, better. Like, oh, you know better yes, than that. I know better. I know better. So you can blame me for that one, but I was one off. That's pretty cool. Well, let's talk about that a little bit more too. It hasn't overall been the best season to put it lightly for the wild, but Mark Andre Fleury being one of the highlights, I think too, especially actually, no, I take that back. Cause just being at that game where he passed Patrick Waugh, everyone stuck around cheering him, even 10 minutes left in the third period, people were just chanting his name. How special is it for Wild fans to be witnessing everything Mark Andre Fleury is doing right now? Oh, it's it's very special, and I was fortunate enough to be at that game. I got to take it was my uh, my now six year old. It was his birthday, and so he uh, he got to go to a game with his buddy. So I was there for it. Uh, unfortunately, I did leave a little bit early because he's six, and it was bedtime. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you go back to um, I don't remember what it was he was playing in chicago and and he was in montreal and it was maybe his last time playing in montreal or or he he passed a record of some sort um you know and he goes out for to get the star and like the you get the entire bell center chanting his name on the on the other team and that's just that's just what it is with him i mean he's a, he's an absolute legend um and there's not a lot of times that you get to witness stuff like this and get to see these records broken and get to see somebody play at that level um, all the way through 39 years old. And, you know, people just need to enjoy it because it's something that, that, you know, 10 years from now, someone's going to say, Oh, I remember this game we were at and he passed Patrick Waugh and got a shutout. And, you know, it's things you talk about down the road. So, I mean, people are lucky that uh, in Minnesota that they get a chance to watch somebody like him play. Since we mentioned the Patrick Waugh name, what do you make of Patrick Waugh getting behind the bench again now with the New York Islanders? They got their first win under him. To me, Patrick Waugh, just a little, very, very goalie, if I could I'll say that in the nicest way possible, Devin. Just very much a goalie, a little unhinged, a little chaotic. We've seen uh, his stint in Colorado as a, as a coach. How do you think Patrick's going to do with the Islanders, who have kind of had a tough season this year? Well, I mean, I don't appreciate that at all um, <laughs> because there, there is not a nice way for you to put that. I tried really you tried, hard. You tried, but it, <laughs> it still does not sound nice at all. Um, I was I was a little bit surprised just because I told you guys I was driving to Blaine back and forth all weekend, and I looked up at the TV and saw the, saw the coaching change. Um, certainly not surprised that Patrick was back in the coaching game. Um, I mean, all he does is win. All he did was win when he played um, every team that he's coached wins. And I think he's done a really good job. I think he, he really owned up to um, some mistakes that he made uh, maybe some regrets that he had with, with how he handled things. And he's been very upfront about it and, and, and owned it. And that's all you can do, right? Like, you know, he's, he, he can't, he, he admitted he made mistakes and that he's moved on and, and uh, I mean, he's a great coach. He's proved it over and over and over again. So uh, I would say I was surprised that, you know, me, me being at a kids tournament that all of a sudden <laughs> it popped up 
that they fired Lane Lambert and hired Patrick Waugh, but um, definitely not surprised that, that he's back in the NHL coaching. It was only a matter of time. And uh, I'm sure he'll have a ton of success. Cause like I said, all, all he does is win wherever he goes. And, and uh, you know, he, again, he admitted his mistakes and, and regrets and, I'm, and he'll learn from that. Just like everybody should be able to. I feel like and you're then, suggesting the DJ Khaled song should be like his entrance music. Yeah. But all I do is win, right? I no? mean, it, yeah, it's no, it's, it's, that's our, that's our win song, by the way. It's so, it? it's so cliche, but the kids wanted it so bad. So oh. after we win, I bring a giant uh, boom box with us for before and after the game. Do they know what a boom box you, is? Are they familiar even with that? Oh, like, it's, oh. it's a, it's a bump box and okay. it is heavy as hell too. <laughs> trying to carry that thing in and out of the rink with, with the other equipment oh incredible well moving things back to talking about the wild like we mentioned not the best season for them uh as of earlier wasn't doing so much as winning but seemingly kind of getting a couple big wins right now do you think that there's any way that they can kind of dig themselves out of the hole that they put themselves in and put them into maybe a wild card position as the season goes on um very tough to say i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to piss anybody off but probably not um and only because it's just it's so hard uh the way the league's set up with the point system to to climb back that way and they've had a little bit of uh issues with consistency this year um injuries certainly has not helped that at all uh but it's just such a it's a it's a very difficult place to climb out of um, with all those teams in front of you and there's so many three-point games uh, that I think it's going to be tough for them but you know they're 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 getting a chance to to bring a lot of young guys in uh, they're getting a chance to get these young guys uh, a lot of minutes and that's going to help them a lot in the next few years because you know their salary cap hits uh, are their dead dead cap space is going to go away and they're going to have a real opportunity to to get you know one or two big names in there to support these young kids that are now going to have one, two, three years of experience. You know, you look at Matt Boldy, you look at Marco Rossi. Now um, these guys getting a chance to play Brock Faber. Uh, if they're, if they're right in the mix or up top, maybe these guys don't get as much ice time because you're, you're worried about, about getting to the end. Whereas now, these guys are getting a little more ice time and this is, it's going to be very, very huge for them. And uh, I think in a couple of years, it's really going to pay off. How impressed are you by Brock Faber? I know we've talked about him at length on this podcast and, you know, certainly when he entered in last year after uh, calling it quits with the U of M, he, he, he impressed even then, but just this year, the minutes he's eating alone, the situations that he's been put in, you knew he was going to have to step in big after Matt Dumbo went to Arizona and free agency, but man alive are your kids kind of infatuated with him too i feel like brock faber is like the new it player here in minnesota yeah well we and we talked about him being right up there for for calder conversation now especially since um uh connor bedard got injured you know he was obviously the runaway and and we had that conversation on nhl network was okay now who's is there a chance for someone else to win it now that he's injured and and he was you know, he was pretty much the number one name. Uh, and, you know, to have the responsibility as a defenseman at such a young age to play the minutes that he's playing and play the way he's playing is pretty incredible. Um, it's not, 
I'm not saying it's easier as a forward to go in, but it's easier to put a young forward in uh, because he doesn't have that responsibility of being out there for, for defending minutes as well when you're up by a goal. So it's, it's easier to hide uh, defensive lacks in a, in a forward than it is in a defenseman. And so for a kid that age to be able to, to go out and, and eat the minutes that he's eating and, and play at the level he is, is, is really incredible. You had mentioned Matt Boldy too, another young forward that have you been able to see much of catch much of him? And do you think he is kind of the real deal? It's been a very up and down season for him in addition to pretty much every player for the Minnesota wild. But what do you think Minnesota might really have in Mr. Boldy? Well, I mean, his, his skill levels through the roof and, and uh, well, that's, that's what you get with you with the young kid, right? Like he's, he, he's going to learn and he'll eventually get that consistency. Uh, but those, those ups and downs are going to come when you're, you're going through and uh, you figure, you know, at first you come in and, and nothing's really expected of you and you go out there and blow the roof off. And then all of a sudden a ton is expected out of you and, and maybe that pressure mounts and you you don't, you don't keep doing what you were doing, you know, change what you're doing or, or the pressure gets on you. And, and it's all these different things that you go through, uh, especially as a young player and trying to figure out how to get that consistency and that confidence and uh, everything's there that needs to be there. Everyone's seen it and he's, he's going to continue to learn. I mean, it, there was a, there was a ton of responsibility thrown on him real quick after he came out hot uh, as a rookie and that's just stuff that you you learn how to deal with. And then when you do, he'll be a top player every year. And then another player, too, having some up and downs this season, Kirill Kaprizov. But yesterday in the game against Carolina, as we record this on a Monday, getting a hat trick. Do you think he's starting to kind of find his groove again this season, especially coming back from that upper body injury against Winnipeg? Yeah, I mean, he's such a uh, phenomenal hockey player. Um one of the best players in the world and you, you know there's when those injuries come into play um hockey players are so tough so you don't know what he was dealing with if he was if he was playing injured um and then it got hurt more or you just never know and so a, a player like that is he's it's it's strange for him to go in any sort of rut because of how good he is uh, but you just never know injury wise if something was bothering him and and whatever or or you miss some time and it's and it takes a little bit of time to come back. But um, I mean, he is a world class top five player in the league, so uh, not surprised to see him taken off now. Before we let you go, Mister Devin Dubnik, Hockey Day Minnesota kicking off this weekend, one of the prized, coveted weekends here in the state of hockey. Do you have any particular memories? I know it's probably hard to think about all of the wins on hockey day, because I think you were a part of that. They just seem to win. Speaking of DJ Khaled, all they do is win on hockey day. Uh, but you know, even your first year here in Minnesota and experiencing that, what was that like for you? And have you further recognized that now with the kids and just being really ingrained in the state of hockey since, you know, your early days in 2014? Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And I remember it was, there was always, there was always like extra pressure to win on hockey day in Minnesota. <laughs> Cause I mean, I'm not, not, from not being here and growing up here and then you're sitting there before day before the game or day of the game and you see this this winning record <laughs> and you're like holy smokes I gotta I gotta win this game like no pressure wanna, no pressure I don't want to be the guy that loses on hockey day in Minnesota <laughs> so 
Uh, I do. I don't remember specific games. Um, I do know we won a lot. And then um, I was able to uh, last year to uh, I went on Valley Sports and went out to uh, what was it in White Bear? Yeah. My neck of the woods. It's the good. It's the best uh, time. Yes, it was very, very cold. Um, some I got, I got a picture I got to do it with Jamie Hirsch, who's a colleague of mine with uh, NHL Network, and and uh, we took a picture. My face was just like glowing red. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pack a hat or anything. You were no unprepared. Oh, I had like a T-shirt on underneath my my hockey day in Minnesota oh, jacket. I was not, uh, and my wife gave me no time for it either. She's like, "That's your fault." I'm like, what are you doing? This is like true. minus. 30 outside um but it was really cool to see like how cold it was and and just the turnout there and and the whole setup um and then watching the game i think the team won in overtime it was uh it was a lot of fun so that was that was also one of my memories not playing but uh getting a chance to be out there and and seeing everybody come together and and uh, embrace the outdoor hockey that is not easy to do when it's like minus 30 outside people that were probably more appropriately dressed for the weather than you were and i was in i mean where i was was way warmer than where everyone else was <laughs> and i was still freezing and and cold doesn't bother me either no. normally but um yeah i i uh i don't know if my if i could even move my mouth by the end of the broadcast it's just <laughs> everything was frozen just freezy cold. you can't beat it though war road's gonna be another chilly one i have to imagine way up there i i'm gonna miss out on that well Devin, when's your next appearance on nhl network or where else can people catch you when you're uh not toting around kiddos from rink to rink across the state so i'm uh i'm super excited this year they asked me to do uh the all-star game so i get to go to toronto um and do that and that'll be fun and it's always fun to 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 travel i got to do the the uh finals last year which was fun because you get to kind of hang out with the producers and and the people that you work with that normally when you go to New Jersey, that's where they live and they have families and, and obviously they're, they're coming and going. And so that was fun last year in the finals. And I'm looking forward to getting a chance to, to catch up with them. And then it's such a fun event because guys come there and, and you can talk to guys and everyone's laid back. Everyone's there to have a good time. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then I, I believe, I think it's fe- February 26th is the next time I'm, I'm going out there. So I go out about once a month. Uh, for five days because it's fun to do and I love to do it but I I also want to be around for the boys and and uh, especially at their ages right now so I don't want to be gone for too too many days of the month right I love that I gotta ask then what do you think of the all-star jersey designs this year that says enough that's fine that's not a not a big fan and you know it's not even it's not even the um design as much is like i don't like the adidas stripes on the side because i i feel like they made them look like practice jerseys but like bad practice jerseys right well we don't need to talk about the all the stars and stuff on there but um (laughs) but i just i feel like they they honestly they look like practice jerseys you know there's no there's like that's what practice jerseys look like other than the colors and 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 the logo, like when you put that on there, I mean, no, no team's jerseys look like that. So Those jerseys um, scream graphic design is my passion. Justin Bieber should not be allowed anywhere near yes. designing anything in the <laughs> right. near future. No, and not even the near future, just the future period. Yeah. Those are bad. Yes. And the, 
they're they're not yeah and again not even to me it's not even the the stars and everything on there which is tough enough um it's the 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 adidas stripes on the side where it just they they look like practice jerseys and that sucks because i i got some i mean all three of my uh all-star game jerseys are amazing and they did a really good job with them and they're awesome keepsakes and uh i don't know i'd be a little disappointed if that was one of them i mean you know credit to the nhl we're trying new things we're getting new encouragement from outside we're just not all believers in uh in designing from justin bieber so there we go the font on them also looks like comic sans but i digress yes it's but he makes great songs so Baby, baby, baby. Oh, that's exactly that it. That wasn't it. That wasn't one of them. That wasn't one of them. That wasn't <laughs> no, the, what's no, your favorite? More, I'm, more of a new, favorite? I'm more of a new, new Bieber guy. Let's hear it. What's your favorite Bieber song? I like, I like Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Well, in America, we like say a, sorry, not sorry, but well, like otherwise, sorry. You <laughs> sorry. Uh, I like that one, but no, I'm a, I, I enjoy his music. I'm not a, like a huge diehard beaver guy but i i think it makes good music this opens up a great door for kirsten to ask her favorite question of every single guest and every single hockey player kirsten please take it away doobie Uh-oh. how much do you love and appreciate the talents generational talent of taylor swift i hey she's amazing i don't i, I I'm, not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh say anything bad about that her music is incredible and I mean, you you could you could put Taylor Swift essentials on forever, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna hear every every genre of music you ever want to hear. Uh, no, I I definitely enjoy your music. You know, it's been a big uh, conversation with the whole NFL thing, um, <laughs> but certainly uh, certainly hasn't hurt anybody. Yeah, hasn't hurt uh, uh, the NFL's ratings or Travis Kelsey's ratings or anything. So, and they're still going. So she's doing something right but um i mean she's she's incredible the, you look at the the tour she just went on was mind blowing but i yeah i'm i'm Are you I'm a swifty so I'm, would you say i'm swifty? a swifty i don't i wouldn't say swifty i don't i don't put her music on uh by choice but <laughs> there's not really a, a taylor swift song that comes on that i'm not like oh this is good favorite song <laughs> Oh, that's putting me on the spot. Yeah, it is. You earned so many points, and you're like, "Well, I don't so choose to put her on." Well, here's yeah, here's the problem. I'm not even gonna be able to think of one. Oh, can you sing? Yeah, one? A, can you sing part of one? A, no, I just told you I can't even think of one off the top of my head. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just trying to think of a song, but you can any would one you, of them. Would you believe that Jonas Brodin is a Swifty? Yeah. What? Thank you. I would, I would be I would be more surprised if you wasn't. What? The wizard, of course. Of course. <laughs> the wizard? You can't you can't you can't picture Broads with his blonde hair just having his headphones on <laughs> listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that. Maybe not. Of course. <laughs> he went to her tour. First yeah. concert, yeah. according to Minnesota Wild social media. So can't I asked that. him and he was like, Yeah, he just didn't I don't know. I, he I, downplays everything. Have you he's seen a, his other interviews? He downplays yeah. everything. He's a he's a blonde Swedish guy. Like, why wouldn't he go to Taylor <laughs> Swift? <laughs> I mean, that's all fair. 
Oh, that's we will awesome. also give you some time before the next time we have you on to come up with your favorite Taylor Swift song. Okay. All right. I'll make this sure a... next time that I come on, I'll think of it. It's your I mean, challenge a, and it's the a... very first thing I'm going to ask you. There's a thousand of them. Like, it's not <laughs> really my fault to not be able to come up with one. No, that's true. You're just, that's what you could have said. That's the win. That's the out is I just love them all. Yeah. It's hard to pick just <laughs> yes. one. Exactly. Exactly. Except I still can't think of one. <laughs> love story. <laughs> All too well. There you go. Yeah. That's, yeah. All right. Perfect. That's, right? that's my Nailed choice. Yeah. You're gonna. Did yeah. you bring the? Are you gonna bring that into the locker room? In the in addition to DJ. Absolutely Khaled? not. Absolutely not. <laughs> they might. They might I, have you. Out I've had a coach. couple. I've had a couple requests from from the kids, and I'm like, nope. Nice. Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> a lot of Drake, maybe. I could see that. No, I got. What did it? What was it yesterday? The kids asked me to put that. It was called "Loving on Me" by uh, Jack Harlow, uh, and I was like, okay. "What's it?" I'm like, what's it called? And they're like, loving on me. I'm like, no, I've never even <laughs> heard. I've never no. even heard this song. But I'm like, we're not putting a song on in the dressing room called "Loving on Me." <laughs> like, and <laughs> you could tell they were like, they're like giggling when they asked me to. I still haven't even listened to it, but that's hilarious. Um, they're like, no, no, it's a pump up song. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you guys think I'm dumb? Like, it's not going on. It's not. It's not happening. I love yeah. it. Well. Well, Dubes is always fantastic to catch up with you. Don't forget to check him out on NHL Network. Hopefully see you at a rink sometime soon. Next time you're at the Wild Game, come say hey to us, you know, the kids. Right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm usually, uh, I'm usually just trying to lay low. Yeah, I figured. You're you're kind of a tall dude to be like <laughs> I know. Low, it's not, it's but... not easy to lay low at, <laughs> at XL. No. Well, I did have to laugh a lot. Final thing. When you were talking about how you couldn't emulate Marc-Andre Fleury's like, technique and style. It'd be hilarious to watch you try, just because you're so much taller than he is. I'd be in a, I'd be in a wheelchair. <laughs> It'd be a lot. But, yeah, I'd be know. in the hospital. So we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want that. Go down that route. No, we're gonna take a quick break. You guys, we'll be right back. Hey guys, Jesse Pierce here for Livia Weight Control Centers, and I've got some big news. Livia, the trusted leader in weight loss, is now offering breakthrough weight loss medication in their center locations. Livia's new medical weight loss program offers GLP-1 medications that will support you in overcoming those biological barriers that can make losing weight so difficult. Eliminate the food noise and experience accelerated weight loss, decreased appetite, alongside award-winning expert nutrition and personalized one-on-one support. Now that's a winning combination. I've been with Livia for the past six months and know firsthand how easy losing weight can be thanks to their expert nutritional guidance and personalized one-on-one support. And now their breakthrough medical weight loss program is available. When you join Livia, you'll be on your way to a happier and healthier you. Visit Livia.com, that's L-I-V-E-A.com, or call 855-GO-LIVIA and find out more about their groundbreaking medical weight loss option. Visit Livia.com or call Livia Medical today at 855-GO-LIVIA and start your weight loss journey the Livia way. We're back. Shout out to Dubes. Uh, gotta love that he doesn't want to say the Wild won't make the playoffs when the Wild aren't going to make the playoffs. Uh, he pretty much said it, but in a respectful way. Respectfully, the respectfully. Wild won't make the playoffs. Yes. Respectfully, the Wild will not make the playoffs. Uh, speaking of, let's get to the Wild week ahead, Kirsten. They've got Washington in town on Tuesday, your favorite Nashville Predators on Thursday, mm-hmm. hosting the Anaheim Ducks for Hockey Day Saturday, and then they are at Chicago on monday what's the record honestly i think three and one i'm feeling optimistic this week i think they're gonna win against washington 
I do think they lose to Nashville. Again, maybe that's just me always thinking Nashville's better than they are, but they are, they have been, you know, doing pretty well. So I'm thinking Nashville gets the win and then just going with the luck of Hockey Day Minnesota. I'm not going to bet against the Wild on Hockey Mm. Day, so they're going to get the win. And then also, especially with Bedard still out, I think they get the win against Chicago. So I'm feeling optimistic. You know what? I'm feeling optimistic. 4-0, baby. Let's go. Right? Oh. So what would that be? Six game win streak then? Ooh. Yeah. 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 Now you think about it and you're like, wow. No, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Now I'm going to say, but it's going to be an overtime victory against Nashville on Thursday. Um, Just to spite me. No, no, not to spite. I just, I need to mix it up. And I think they should be able to beat Washington and Anaheim decently in Chicago probably too so you're because you're right I think Nashville on the list on paper probably their toughest go yeah um, but well, I especially will... because also looking at Anaheim Zegers is out Carlson is he still out I think so yeah I mean they still have John Gibson so mm, there you go that's just you? for you <laughs> it's just a personal thing for me uh also Carson let's we touched on it a little bit Big hockey day weekend. What is your favorite hockey day? Instead of our favorite hockey moments from the past week, do you have any favorite hockey day Minnesota memes that uh, you want to share with the with the uh, world? I do. I have a couple. Both pertain to me being in St. Cloud. Mm. I was fortunate enough when I was part of the broadcast team in St. Cloud. I got to be a part of two or three hockey day Minnesotas, three of them. Um, reporting one of my very first, I think it was my second live broadcast I ever did. It was Hockey Day Minnesota on Fox Sports North. And I think St. Cloud was playing Mankato and just incredible experience. I won't forget how nervous and scared I was, but I was so excited. And then Hockey Day Minnesota too, just being in St. Cloud that year, I lived right across the street. So it was like 10 p.m. I'm hearing music bumping from the outdoor pond at my little college house. So Hockey Day Minnesota, very special. And just, yeah, the broadcast I got to do, very fortunate to be small part of that day. No, I could see that, that being uh pretty cool it's been has it been to rochester no and i've been advocating okay. for years yeah so it's it in hasn't. shakopee next year i'm hoping because it seems like they've started doing the announcements south, two years in advance now south. yeah well yeah and the announcements two years in advance so they announced next year's is going to be in shakopee i'm hoping when they're in war road this weekend they announce where the next one is and i i don't understand why it hasn't been in rochester yet because it's the third biggest city in mm-hmm. Minnesota. I will yeah. advocate for it until I'm blue in the face. It needs to come to Rochester. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It would make sense. They've got a good rich high school hockey tradition down there. I think that mm. that would be good. It's funny. I just realized I've been to the past three straight hockey days and having not gone to any hockey days prior to that. I always used to just watch it on TV, but Minneapolis, mm-hmm. I went to Mankato. I went to, and then obviously white bear. I went to white bear little extra special place in my heart because Matamida I played that day. Not a great game for Matamida against Hermantown. Um, but I will say, I think it was the very first ever hockey day was my favorite. And not because I was there. That was up in Baudette 2007. But I was going to the wild game with my parents that night. But we got together and all like me and my brothers and my friend, we watched hockey literally all day. And it was the first of its kind, right? So I just remember being like, this is so freaking awesome. Like, look at us just watching all this hockey on TV. It's on TV all day long. Like it just felt like this very kind of cool, surreal thing. 
um, and having it up in Baudette was pretty cool. I personally wanted to see, I know you want Rochester to be announced. I would like International Falls to be announced because that would be really fun. That would be one I'd have to really struggle with being able to attend or not. Because the reason I, yeah. you know, didn't go to War Road this year is because we've got the wild game on Saturday and the same thing. But obviously International Falls, Rainy Lake, special place in my heart. I think that could be really cool. Um, I agree. It'll be a couple of years at least before then since they're already up in War Road. But that's what I'm thinking. Like if you went down, don't, yeah, maybe they'll do cities next year. Rochester. I'm no. looking. I know they already but, have this planned. They already have it but, planned. I'm just manifesting. But you're going to shock You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they'll do a cities thing. Yeah, but back down to the South Metro, like you're going cities. The only time they've ever been south of the Metro was Mankato. And that was a good one. That was fun. Yeah. So Rochester, it just makes sense. We'll see what happens. I want to know what you guys think, where you think Hockey Day Minnesota should go next. Not that we have any say in any of it, but it's it's fun to talk about. Uh, actually, that's going to be this week's Up for Debate, I've just established. So check out our social media channels for this week's Up for Debate as well. Leave your comments. Let us know what you think of this week's episode. Again, shout out to Devin Dubnik for joining us, taking the time out of his busy schedule to say, hey, what's up? How are you? Um, and as always, thank you to our sponsors. Soda Stick, don't forget, Code Bar Down Beauties gets you 15% off at checkout. Grain Belt, thank you to everybody who came out to our live show last week at Park Place. So much fun doing a little bit of a watch party, a lot of good trivia. Um, you guys are the best. We have the best fans in the world. I will not say that. Stay tuned for our February location and date to be announced in coming weeks. As well, shout out to Livia, Royal Credit Union, and uh, Jim Beam. Cheers to you and cheers to me and our friends over at Talk North. That'll do it for this week. Big week for the Wild before the All-Star break. We will see you next week uh, on behalf of Kirsten and Fred and myself. Have a good one. Bye.